This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Don't take it for granted because you've seen it and, you know, other people are doing other things. This is incredible. Otani to right field. I think he did. <laughs> he has passed Ichiro for the second most home runs by a Japanese-born player, 118 of his career. And he now has the team lead with 25. He's the starting pitcher. It's 5-0 Halo. This is BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Wednesday. Time to dive into today's MLB. Cardo Tani last night, home run. He passed Ichiro. I think now he's the second most home runs of a Japanese-born player. I would guess, what, Hideki Matsui maybe the only one ahead of him? Obviously, career is amazing so far it's still early on so Otani put out a show last night we get a couple walk-offs in Seattle and um and the Padres Giants game let's dive into today's slate of games including we got afternoon games Reds Mets 111 or 10 Eastern Rays Brewers an interesting series Cubbies at home today with uh, some potential for runs with the pitchers out there what are we thinking today what, what stands out on this this card Esther Cortez Robbie Ray is a good pitching matchup with the Yankees and the Mariners uh, later it, on this afternoon. Is it? I think it is. Well, I guess it's not as good as it was six weeks ago. Right. Yeah, Cortez has come back. Though, was Cortez not decent on Friday against the Cardinals? Did he pitch okay in that game? Yeah, okay. But I wouldn't, like, compared to where he was, like you said, six right. weeks ago, it's very different. Um, Were you guys on... Uh... White Sox Royals. This team, this eyes White bleed. Sox team. Eyes bleed is where I'm it's at. It's just. My eyes is where I'm at. <laughs> it, it's just eyes at a point. Let, let's stop saying the talent is going to win out. Let's stop saying the White Sox have an easy schedule. None of that matters. The team sucks. There's still negative run differential. And, and people with cases, like, why are they even close to the Cardinals in the World Series odds? Why are they in the same picture as the Mariners? They shouldn't be. And then Tim Anderson goes out yesterday. I, I was just find it interesting because the Sox are minus 140. Now, Johnny Cueto has been their second most reliable starting pitcher after Dylan Cease. I repeat, Johnny Cueto has been the White Sox second best starting pitcher in the rotation this season. He has not allowed more than three earned runs in almost every start. He only allowed more than three once this year out of 14 starts. Now, I, I think it's worth noting because, well, the White Sox can't score. Uh, they split yesterday's doubleheader, but they couldn't score in either game. Now I've got Tim Anderson out. Not having a great year, but he's your leadoff guy. He's dependable. Um, Chris Bubich, not a good year. 
ERA north of five, doesn't have a great strikeout rate. But he does have good history against this team. Last 83 at-bats are hitting 145 against him. A 211 on base. Aloy stinks. He's 0 for 14 against Bubich. Abreu, bad, 2 for 16. Moncada's 0 for 10. Should we consider Kansas City? I think we should. The, and one of the only guys that hit him was Tim Anderson. And obviously he's out because he's hurt. Tim Anderson has good numbers against him, but that doesn't matter today. Uh, I think Vaughn yeah. has got good history. That's one. I mean, one in the lineup today that has good numbers against him. The White Sox are exhausting. I'm not even in Chicago. They I feel really like are. vicariously through you guys and through our show, they're exhausting. Like every that time they're supposed to take about off. how they've they hurt don't. every body part. If they were, if the White Sox were an anatomical human and they'd be injured all over their body, is insane. It's absolutely unbelievable. But it's also giving them an excuse because what? Well, that's fine. Tim Anderson's hurt every year. Aloy Jimenez is hurt every year, and then and then we saw Giolito take a step back. Injuries happen to every team. They right. also have a roster that does get hurt every year, so. Something's going on here. And and that – do you guys think there's something to the series opener thing? So they are – let's see. <laughs> In series openers this year, the White Sox are 12-23. and 23. They've lost eight of their last ten. Uh, they, they've lost to Detroit when the White Sox were minus 250. They've lost to Oakland when the White Sox were uh, minus 200. Kansas City, last time they faced a minus 178. Then yesterday, again, they lose a series opener. Do you think there's something to that? Scouting, the approach at the plate is poor, or is it just baseball being random? This is a mediocre team, and so there's going to be some randomness where they're going to lose more games than they win. I think there's something to it. Lot, attention to detail, lack of preparation, and maybe I'm biased because we all wonder if Tony Lewis is awake most nights. Yeah. But like, I, I think about that. The manager is, and he used to be Mr. Attention to Detail, right? That was he was ahead of the curve. I don't know. He just, I mean, he's old. I mean, I don't know if he, he's, you know, coaches are not the same coaches when they're 80 as when they're 30. And yeah, well, that too. I mean, like when I'm old and drunk, my attention to detail will not be what it was when I was younger. I mean, that's. I remind, I remind you, I remind you, last week, the game starting at 7-10, the music's blaring. The PA announcer also does a Final Four, Gene Honda. He's a White Sox PA announcer. He brings a ton of energy. They're blast. I think they still play Thunderstruck by ACDC. He's falling asleep as the game's starting. All that is going on, and he's falling asleep. In the dugout at 35th and Shield. It's it's hold up weekend at Bernie's for a moment. Grandpa is about to get knocked out as the game is starting. Oh, baseball's late. No, it's seven o'clock. It's seven o'clock. Grandpa's done. <laughs> but when you're Aww. having early bird dinner at 4.15, yeah, by 7, you're right. tired. I get it. I, I get the, it. When he shows up a few hours before, is the first thing he do in the clubhouse, grab dinner at 3 o'clock. I still There's don't a... understand the odds in this division. You could still find the Guardians at two to one. They're tied for first place all year. Every time I look at the odds, it just pretends the Guardians don't exist. The White Sox have sucked yeah, all year. The Twins are fine, but there's nothing to them that screams like "Wow!" And they're playing the Dodgers right now, so they're getting beat up this week. I, I still think there's there's something on the Guardians at two to one to win this division. They absolutely could. And yeah, um, 
We could uh, we could take the Royals today. I don't mind that. Fade fade the White Sox. God, the Sox suck. <laughs> they really do. I mean, what fade a... Grandpa. <laughs> they suck. <laughs> God, they are such trash. Do they Anyways. wave the white flag at any point? Like it? Like it's August. I wonder. 10th. They're so close, though. They're so they're one and a half out in the division. What could they wave? Like they're they're two wins away. What from could the first they point. wave? Is it like is it a win? Out, I'd say yeah. Uh, is it? Should they look at it as a victory if they get into the playoffs because the division they reside in is trash? Like, is that a win? If they get in so, with like eighty-five wins by winning a, the worst division in baseball? So I my my first instinct is no, and I don't think they're going to be this team this year. But we could have said the same thing about the Braves on this date last year. The whole division stunk. The Phillies you know were leading no. it on this date, and then the Braves won it with like 86, 87 wins and won the World Series. Fair point. Here's the difference. When we look at run, the White Sox are still negative run differential. We're into August. The Braves finished. Their run differential last year was plus 134. The Nationals right. had their issues in 2019 when the World Series. They finished plus 149. There's nothing to point to and say, well, you know what? They're better than their record. So I, was, I was also looking at this. I, I, I forgot to mention this on the air this morning, that they have one of the best one-run records in baseball. They're 20-12. and 12. So they're kind so, of lucky to be where they are anyway. They're lucky to suck. They're lucky. <laughs> <laughs> there is the line of the day. The White Sox are lucky to suck. They actually suck worse than you even think. They're that bad. Um, okay, so what we could fade them today. I think I, I like Sean Zarillo's thought. Uh, at some point, the Phillies probably cool off. Today's pitching matchup, you can get Sandy at plus money today. I mean, how, how often has that happened all year? I and mean, we know the Marlins can't hit. But Noah Syndergaard, he is smoke and mirrors, like a shell of himself. He barely hits 94. That guy used to throw 100 like routine. He's just, just throwing slop up there now. That's a big pitching disadvantage for the Phillies today. First five, at least, to be on that side of it. I love that. Yeah, and what was this is going to be a second start with the Phils, right? Yeah, he gave up 11 hits in five innings to the Nationals last week. Yeah, I know you were not impressed at all by the Nationals. No. Are you kidding me? How did how did the Cubs – sorry, I don't mean to go hyper-local here, but how did the Cubs get 15 hits and lose to the Nationals last night? <laughs> all singles. Know. What a joke. <laughs> this, uh, for, just for way, survivor purposes, they're killing me. The Nats are skipping Patrick Corbin's next start. They're taking our money away from us. <gasps> no! I know. First Crash. Keichel, now Corbin. What, are, what is going on with these teams? Why are they Why? doing this to us? This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy 
happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. God. Yeah, I like that Marlins play, and I'll be hating myself later because, again, we're in a situation where we're back in great pitching with the Marlins and they can't score any runs. But he was great again last time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He could win one nothing. He could. He could win one. You, he doesn't need much. Oh, it's so <laughs> sad. Are you doing first five or full game on that? Probably first five. I just wonder okay. if it gets tricky late, and then you're like, oh, I had it, and then I lost it because the dumb Marlins can't get more than two runs in this game, and they lose 3-2. Because I think they early this season, the Phillies beat him. Like He pitched into the eighth, and they got a couple runs. They beat him like 3-2. So, yeah, I'd rather be in the first five and just kind of play it that way. Um Anything else stand out? I mean, the one thing I yeah, thought I mean, about. Yeah, I mean, the AL Young favorite is pitching tonight. Justin Verlander, 15-3 and three with this yes. 173 ERA. Uh, what are we doing there? I th- It's going to turn at some point because I don't think he's going to finish the year like Jake Arrieta, but I just I, – when is it going to happen? Uh, not a great uh, pitching matchup as far as Texas goes when they've got Otto with his five-plus ERA back in uh, them. I'm going to do a two-leg, first-half money line parlay, Astros and Mets. Astros minus 300. They're both minus 300. It comes out to minus 129. I'm not sure who's pitching for the Reds today. Someone named Zuch, (laughs) Z-E-U-C-H. You start getting some of these teams, like they traded away Tyler Malley last week, so they obviously need to replace a real starter. You start seeing some of these teams that sell, and you start seeing some of these names like, who's this guy? Mm-hmm. Taiwan Walker for the Mets today. Erin's yeah, been hitting better. her money line parlays and her home run props this week. She had another one last night. No, getting nervous two days in a row. <laughs> it's uh, bound to stop it, at some point. Bet MGM put the run line on both of those games at two and a half. No, thanks. <laughs> By the way, we'll see if he'll pitch today because he threw a lot of pitches. Josh Hader blew another save last night. Machado saved him. I wonder if the Brewers know something about Hader that everyone is, doesn't know yet. I mean, mm. in the last two months, he's gone so – remember the first two months we were talking about Cy Young ending up a run? And since then, his ERA is like almost five for the season. He couldn't find the plate last night. The Giants scored three off him in the ninth inning. It was almost they almost scored more, but there was a great catch by Profar in the outfield to uh, to kind of get the game, keep it tied. But he's been terrible for a while now. That's that's something to keep an eye on with San Diego, especially if you're in on them for futures. If Josh Hader isn't good, they're not going to do anything in the postseason. Like that, that'll end. Are we sure they're getting there? Four to one to miss. So last night was a big one. The Giants almost took that game because they came back and got it tied in the ninth. Uh, today, Manaya's pitching. Sean Manaya has been terrible. It's like him and Blake Snell switched bodies about six weeks ago. <laughs> Blake Snell yeah, got good yeah. and Manaya has been bad. Um, Giants are an interesting look today. I'm not sure the Padres are getting there. I'm not. They could, they could, they could fall off. So let's see. How is that number adjusted? Yeah, it's plus 400 at the moment. God. Oh, man. So what date did they make that trade? So that was obviously – well, that was the second, August. right, deadline? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The miss the playoffs on the Padres on August 4th was 10 to 1. Wow. wow. Wish I got that. 10 to 1 to miss the playoffs. 
fade that. Uh, okay. We'll see. They, they, that offense, they need Tatis bad, huh? Mm-hmm. Well, they, because it's just, their offense is still top heavy. Right now it's more, mm-hmm. they have more to it, but it's still Machado, Soto, Bell. That's it. And yep. then they'll get Tatis yep. and they'll have, they'll have four of those guys. Are is we going to get an Orioles sweep? Like, they're just going to have to hope to bludgeon everyone in the playoffs, right? Like, do, and I'm not doing a bit here. Does anyone really believe Blake Snell's going to keep this up for two more months? Sean Manaya stinks. Josh Hader is a shell of himself right now. What's going on there? Like, that has to be their hope, right? That they just win by a million runs in the playoffs? But let me ask you this. If they make this it? May, this may seem like a stupid question because normally these conversations are over the course of 162. Would you, if you're making that lineup, would you consider separating those guys? to give yourself a deeper lineup. We're talking about them being top-heavy. Maybe you have one of those boppers at five or six. It's a good question. I thought about that watching the game last night because once you got past – because I was watching, I was like, if the Giants can get through the ninth, I think they could win the game. But, like, then it was like they erupted with Soto and Machado hit the home run. I would stack them. slide down, right, because he's the higher OVP guy? Yeah, I would stack them the way they do, but I think your point is interesting because they have some bad hitters. Like, Jorge Alfaro is bad. Yeah. Like, they have some bad hitters at the bottom of that lineup that drag the whole thing down. Joe Ojo, Jaron Hawksworth, BeckQL Daily. We'll come back. Lightning bats, your favorite plays for today on the BeckQL Network. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL.